Welcome to Dustrious. Keep your dice rolling, your hit points counted, and your magic flowing. Buckle up, travelers. You're in for a ride. We'd like to thank our patrons. Brian Bridges, Don Bewley, Eric S. Pat, Robin Mims, Thomas Wayne Haley, and Tim Demuse. We'd also like to honor the memory of Wesley Sullivan. And now, let's get to the story. Well, last time, y'all talked to Asmodeus. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and he tells you he would come back and talk to you the next day because he's curious to see what y'all find out and what Rick's going to do. I think this is the biggest backfire I've ever experienced in a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all had gone back to the inn because y'all wanted to question Dick. Mm-hmm. Who was currently, you know, busy. But so what are y'all doing at the inn? Uh Brigard was uh cured of his drunkenness uh yes, by Rick. And, and Rick cast keep watch on you too to wake you up. <laughs> That's right. Yep. To, so, to uh, be fair, you you've cast a spell since then, so keep watch is actually no longer on you. Okay, I didn't. I don't really. I was just going along with it. I don't actually know what keep watch does. <laughs> it basically, lets you make, not have to sleep. Yeah, it basically would let you sit up all night, like if you were keeping watch at the campfire or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh but if you if you do shit, it does end. So okay. Brigard is probably tired. Yeah. Yep. Um, that that feeling where you drink in the middle of the day. Uh, but then sober up by the evening, so you're not <laughs> drunk anymore, but you still just want to sleep for the next 12 hours. Okay, I remember that feeling. Um, so I think Brigger's just going to go in and uh, get some water. <laughs> what is Rick going to do? Rick is going to go back up to the room in which he has a key for and wait. Yes, y'all do have rooms. If so, if you want to like actually pass out and sleep, Brigard, you can do that. Uh, yeah, I think he would. I think he'd go get a pitcher of water, one glass, and uh, uh, shuffle to his room. All right. So Rick will sit up all night because Rick does not sleep. Knowing Rick, he has his nose in a book or some shit, but you know. Rick, Rick is being nosy with his life sense. Okay, so Rick is spying on people with his life set. <laughs> He's keeping an eye on Dick. Well, it's inside Darlena at the moment, so I don't know what to tell you. He's just making sure periodically that he hasn't vanished or something. No, he hasn't vanished. But he will actually, you know, go to sleep. So will she. So I imagine it gets pretty boring after a while. Yeah, probably. Uh, he, he'll he read a book in the times when he's not making sure that he's there. Okay. I have I have brought books with me. Yes. That was the first thing you wanted when you were preparing to leave, were your books. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. books, uh, what book are you reading tonight, Rick? And I don't know if I've asked this before, and uh, this isn't like to, to power game at all, but uh, is Rick getting any sort of mechanical bonus or benefit to reading these books? Not particularly. Okay. 
I, I know some I know some games that do and some that don't. I was just curious if uh, if you guys had there something worked out. Books, there are books that you can buy. They're very, very expensive uh, that do things like give stat boosts. They're usually one use items and they usually cost a shit ton. Yeah. That is a thing. Oh, OK. Like Skyrim skill books. Yeah, except you like you actually have to take time to read them. You can't just pick the book up and open it and close it and like you do. In yeah, uh, there was research on broader lore, vampires and relations gather and oh, that was stuff before. Um, but yeah, there was soul stuff, vampire stuff, summoning, so, summoning. Well, I've kind of gotten the summoning at this point, but yeah, further refinement. Uh, but yeah, he broader. Read, he's reading nerd books. That's what he's reading, Don. Okay. <laughs> In his sleep. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ogre. It was a Simpsons <laughs> reference, but... Oh. <laughs> <sighs> but eventually, morning will come around and everybody will wake up. Uh, does Brigard have to roll anything? Oh, no, he's not drunk. So yeah. no sort of constitution or not uh, no. fortitude or anything. Okay. And uh, Rick, I, I assume, will close his book. But everybody else will wake up and start heading downstairs. I imagine that Dick is fixing breakfast back there behind his bar, rustling up some grub. Yes. Yes, I, I would say he is. Um, <laughs> Did he just me. teleport from the bedroom to behind the counter? No, he doesn't just teleport. He actually slept. Did you not catch that? Yeah, I caught that. Sean wants full immersion. So Brigard, when he wakes up, he uh, ties his shoes. Uh, double oh. bow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> it is going to be a night of jackassery. So, yes, the next morning, and Dick is behind the counter doing in stuff, like making breakfast and pouring drinks. Brigard is tying his shoes in double bows. <laughs> Darlena is sitting at one of the tables having a cup of coffee. Rick, what are you doing? I am sitting at one of the tables not having coffee. Are you sitting with Lena? Are you sitting by yourself? Did you travel to another continent? I don't know. Is everything on the map one continent? Uh, I'll sit with Lena. Well, Brigard, when you're finished tying your shoes, you can mm -hmm. come downstairs and sit with them, too, if you like. Uh, he's going to open his room door and then close it behind him. Uh, look down the hall. <laughs> sorry, I'm done. I'm sorry. <laughs> Brigard will uh, uh, go down to the, uh, the common area. Uh, thinking on Russell a bit uh, and kind of missing him, he will get some coffee and uh, sit uh, with Darlena and Rick. All right. So, Don, you ready for this? As ready as I'm ever going to be, Tracy. Let the probing of Dick begin. <laughs> That's called sounding. <laughs> uh, so yes, behind the the count, but behind the counter of there, uh, Dick is uh, doing a beautiful fry up, masterfully done, potatoes cooked all the way through in his element right now, just slinging plates, taking orders. He doesn't need a sous chef. He doesn't need a uh, tick ticket counter. He is just churning out his best breakfasts 
So how are Rick and Brigard going to handle this? Brigard uh, is sipping his coffee and he'll whisper. Uh, he has the mug raised and he's going to whisper to Rick. Rick, do we interrupt Dick now? Should we confront him? How the fuck should I know? I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like Rick just. <laughs> he doesn't. He looks like he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Is he a little lost from our uh, conversation the night before? I think he's a little lost as to how to figure out what the fuck is going on with Dick without basically getting everybody fucking god nuked. Whatever you want to do, Rick, I'll follow your lead. Can I? Can I make a request? Oh, of, of course, Darlena. Let him finish making my breakfast before you piss him off, please. <laughs> uh, yes, of course. In fact, I, I would like to have some as well. What are what did you get? Uh, I just told him whatever the house special was would work. Dick is uh, finishing plates and he's just lining them up and he'll uh, take his special out, uh, tap a little bell. All right, orders up. Brigor, Darlena, Rick. I think Darlena will just go grab all the plates and bring them back. And she'll set Brigor's down in front of him and she'll set hers and Rick's both in front of her. <laughs> That's fair. Rick, can I offer you some blood sausage? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold silence. <laughs> Rick just kind of scowls. It's so like, you're not wearing your no. mask? No, I'm not wearing a mask. I don't want to be blind again. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> he just kind of scowls like, no. Would you like a bloody Mary? Dick, would you like to shut the fuck up? Oh. You know, the customer's not always right, Rick. <laughs> <clears throat> There's something you want to talk about? Yeah, not here. Well, I'm nearly done here. How about once I finish, we can go somewhere where you and I, your friends, can we all sit down and get whatever you need off your chest? How about that? <laughs> Rick nervously looks at the other two. Lena's eating. She's she. Brigard, yeah, Brigard, yeah, Brigard has morning after uh, hunger, so he's just shoveling food into his face right now. It would be unseemly for him to speak in this scene at this point. <laughs> <laughs> and and this, ladies and gentlemen, is cleverness. <laughs> <laughs> and Rick will uh, not Rick. Dick <laughs> will busy himself uh, finishing up the rest of his orders and then he'll go just uh, side to side, just clean and scrub everything down. Everything's immaculate. No buildup of gross uh, grease above the stove. All the mugs scrubbed clean and uh, all by hand, no magic use. He's just scrubbing them all with brush and uh, mugs upside down to dry. And he'll come around the table and walk up with his uh, arms uh not superhero pose, but just uh, hands on his hips. Well, how'd you find everything? This is really good. Oh, thanks. I'm more than just a one trick pony. How about you, Rick? Did you sample any of it? No. <laughs> Brigord, you, you don't have to lick the plate clean. I don't mind using a little bit of soap. 
but I, I appreciate your commitment. And uh, he'll gather up the empty plates and uh, take them back. Scrub them up real quick and uh, come back, put a spin a chair uh, backwards, sit down. Now, what are you three up to today? I just realized that Darlena has no idea. Yeah, I'm just along for the ride. Well, last time you were here, it was pretty in and out, get back. Any of the sites you want to see? Anything I could introduce you to around? Sure, let's take a walk. Splendid. And uh, Brigard will uh, rise up and follow behind. All right, so y'all are going on a walking tour of Pirate Town. There are plenty of shacks, docks, (laughs) storage buildings. (laughs) Okay. I'm not actually wanting a tour of Pirate Town. <laughs> I was trying to get out of the inn. Well, you are out of the inn. Where Where is Dick going to take them? Uh, I think Dick is going to take a little tour around. He'll point out, oh, that right there. That's my favorite latrine. We, we go there when it's all backed up at the inn. How did I know no, it was going to be something to do with a toilet? I was like, I was thinking, that right there, that's my favorite pissing spot. But <laughs> <laughs> How did I know? Yeah, we got bathhouses coming up near the south, but they're still under construction. Can't really go there for a little tete-a-tete, as it were. You got stables? Maybe you need to tend to your animals? Seems like you wanted to get away from a little bit, Rick. There's a stable. Brigard's got a horse in it. Oh, Brigard, you got a, got yourself a little horse, do you? Yes, Dick. It's quite remarkable, actually. I'd love to show it to you. And Dick will smile and veer around, taking, taking the long way around, pointing out other uh, spots of interest in town. Uh, are there brothels in the cove? Oh, yeah. All right. So uh, uh, arriving at the stable, uh, Dick will walk up, just greet the stable hands, shake some hands, smile, make pleasantries. Well, Brigord, where's your horse? Bring them all out. And Brigard will go in and lead out his uh, fiery demon horse. Devil horse. Devil horse. Sorry, I forget that in Pathfinder there's such a distinction. Uh, He'll he'll bring it out and uh, just trot it around, uh, slip it some potatoes he kept from the inn. Uh, Did we give a name? I don't know if we gave a name yet to the devil horse. I don't think you've named him yet. Fuck. Uh, yes, uh, Dick, this is my horse. Heat feet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm unmuting for that. What the actual fuck? (laughs) Uh, Because of sweet feet. You see, I call it heat feet because it's, uh, when we were running, it just, it, it blossoms in a flame and it's it's, it's quite a sight to see. So heat feet. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. <laughs> well, Brigold, I can't say you got a penchant for riding, but you get to the point quite quickly. Speaking of, Rick, would you care to get to the point of all this skullduggery? That's going to depend. How much do you know about yourself? Uh, you asking for ASL? Rick? American Sign Language? 
age sex location. It's an old person. Oh, joke. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I understand it now. I used to be on uh, IRC chats. Uh, <laughs> um, it's just been a long while. That's why it was an old joke. It was a bad joke. Uh, well, what I know about myself, uh, proprietor of the feral hog, uh, human, male, for as much as I can tell. Uh, I can attest to that one. Yes, thank you, Darlena. And uh, he's got a kind of a, a twinkle in his eye at that. How old are you? I made you breakfast, and you're going to ask me these personal questions. I I don't rightly know my exact age. It's how long have my, you been alive, alive that you can recall? Uh, I recall vague memories of swaddling cloths. Uh Unsteady steps up and down grassy hills. I remember a school mom that took a shine to me. She said I had a lot of potential. But what does my age have to do with anything? I'm, I can't be actually how old does uh, Dick look? <laughs> like he's in his 30s. I can't be a whole lot older than, well, probably a good deal bit older than you. But I still haven't even reached middle age. Still got all my hair. All you, my- you look the same as you have for the last couple hundred years, which humans don't live that long. Okay, so here's where Don has to break this beautiful scene. How much does Dick know? <laughs> nothing. Dick knows nothing. He has uh, basically... Is he aware that he spent hundreds of years the same age? That that no. kind of thing. Okay. No, he's not. Well, Rick, uh, you've only been here. You've only been here a couple months. How would you know if I've been around hundreds of years? Um, I'm gonna pick up a rock and I'm going to try and do something. I don't know if you'll let me, but uh, I'm gonna try and cast um, share memory but I want it to already take the memory into the rock and whenever it activates, it will share the memory with the activator. Can I do that? I don't think that's how that works. Can I make a spell that does that? You kind of try to. I'm gonna try that. So what does this look like when you're making a spell in front of Dick? Uh, Kind of like when he casts spells normally, uh, there's a very shortness to the motions he does, but when he's well, creating Rick is showing confidence in something. No, when he when he casts a spell normally, like mm-hmm. he's very sure he knows what to do, so he just does it. With mm-hmm. this, he doesn't look as sure, and he goes much more slowly, like with somatic components <sighs> and and whatnot. Uh, so it looks like somebody unfamiliar casting spells trying to cast a spell. Okay, uh, Dick, seeing this, uh, Rick, are are you sure you want to do what you're trying there? Mm-hmm. Should I stand back? No. I'm going to stand back anyway. Darlena, maybe step away from the scientist there. <laughs> uh, and it's a will save, right? Yeah, it's a will save to try to do it. You shouldn't have much of a problem. It's only a level two spell. Yeah. Um, but uh, shared memory allows you to share a memory of one minute, I believe. Mm-hmm. 
I got a six. <laughs> okay, so no, it doesn't work. I'll try again. That's a ticket, Rick. Never give up. Never surrender. That's an at 20 for 23. Okay, that, that will work. And I will put forth into the stone the memory of essentially the information that I got from casting a vision about him. You're sending Dick a rock with a memory of you being blinded? No. The, the spell vision is like legend lore. Oh, my bad. I'm sending him the information I received from the spell, essentially. Basically, when he touches the rock, he's going to see images of himself tending bar at different places all over. And there will be enough imagery to understand that this has been over an extremely long period of time. Now, whether or not he believes that this is memories or something that, you know, actually happened or whether he believes it's something Rick has made up is up to you. Uh, do I have a save against this? Do you like to suss yeah, out it, if it's... It's a harmless spell, so you can save against it to resist the effect altogether. Uh, no, Rick won't resist. He'll. He's curious. Uh, he'll... Are you throwing it to him? Is he supposed to just pick it up? I'll, I'll pass it to him, but he's like... He... You would probably be able to tell with what I'm sure is a very high sense motive that Dick probably has that Rick doesn't want to touch you or Rick doesn't want to touch Dick. Um, uh, okay, so, you know, passing it to him, he'll kind of, Dick will catch it like a bit of a hot potato and hold it in his hand and... Yeah, activate it. It'll show you a memory. He'll activate it and everything you just said will flood his mind with all these images. Uh, and if, if I may flavor it, maybe he sees himself in different outfits he doesn't remember wearing with different hairstyles and facial hairs in different areas with different surroundings of the bar. Yeah, that, that's different basically styles it. Of bald. Yeah, maybe at one time, at one point, he's bald. <laughs> he had a bald face. Um, <laughs> at, Nope, not saying it. Uh, and then uh, he'll come out of the reverie. Uh, well, that's a neat trick, Rick. Uh, was that supposed to be me? It was you. Uh, I mean, I'm a little flighty. Sometimes I bounce around. It's Moss never grows on a rolling stone, is that right? Uh, what does this mean for me? Is it... Am I, am I amnesiac? Is someone casting a spell on me to help make me forget these memories? Uh, I want to sense motive to see if he's like, like faking his concern or like being legit. Okay. It's 31. Damn. Well, I think that's high enough to, to know that He's being as truthful as a dick can be. Uh, for my part, I, I think he's uh, he's saying it all with a bit of a smile. He's humoring Rick, but he doesn't really understand uh, where he's going with this. So maybe I've had a bump to the noggin at some point. Maybe it's magical. Maybe it's due to trauma, but it's me. It's Dick. You were never a child. Well, do you remember your childhood, Rick? Yes. Well, for you, it's been just a little bit. 
most people remember their childhoods. Maybe not perfectly, but somewhat. Uh, I guess I'll ask, does Dick remember a childhood? He does. Well, see, Rick, right there, I remember my childhood. Like I said before, it's I, I had a time before I could walk, before I could run, and when I could start tending shop, and it seemed I was quite fond but of... But it never happened, Dick. Well, that's not really fair. As long as you've been here, you've been exactly how you are. Well, no, I just saw I had a full-on goatee. I had a full-on mutton chop action. <laughs> that's that's not being a child. You never grew up. Do we ever really grow up, Rick? Have you grown up? You're not human. Well, this is all very fascinating, but we could have done this in the bar. We could have no. shared a drink. What's 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 this, what's so secret about me having a, a secret non-childhood? Does the name Arastal mean anything to you? Well, of course it does. God of nature and that stuff. Hey, um, does Brigard's list have, list have detect curse? <laughs> I believe it does. Give me one second. Do, 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 do. Control F, curse. Major curse. Conditional curse. Bestow curse. Curse terrain. Curse water. Curse of foul season. Mm, it's relatively no. low level. Okay. No. Then I'm going to attempt to emulate uh, Detect Curse and hope that I don't go blind again. Okay. Uh, it is a level 2 Cleric Oracle spell, level 3 Inquisitor and Paladin spell. And we'll save is pretty high. That's going to be 16. Nope. Shit. Nope what? Nope, you didn't save? He, he can't pull it off. Yeah, okay. I can't do it. Um... Brigard old sidle up. Rick, what are you doing? Why don't you just ask him? I'm trying to figure out because I don't know how it works. I don't know if it's a curse. I don't know if it's just a spell. I don't know. I don't think he's lying, but I don't know. I can figure out what it is. I might be able to fix it. Well, what if we went to a temple or a religious person who has stronger magics than you. I want to bring more people into this. For all we know, he could literally blow the fuck up. Why would he explode? Because that's a big bundle of fucking power in a little body that doesn't apparently know how to use it. Dick, are you able to cast magic? I haven't seen you cast any spells. Dick can cast magic, but it's, uh, he is limited to Spells like uh, divination spells, basically, like augury and that kind of stuff. Well, the spells I'll use, I don't really need to tend shop and to clean up plates, so I don't really brandish my magic around like that. I'm not really a showboat anymore. I just... Simple man. Yeah, and he, he'll crouch down, and he's gonna pick up another stone, <laughs> and he's gonna cast uh, Remove Curse into it. And... <laughs> And pass it to uh, to Dick. Okay. All right. What's what's this one do, Rick? Well, if you're cursed, it'll break it. Hopefully. Well, if, if I'm cursed, what if the curse is what was keeping me from being not as nice as I am? Maybe cursed Dick is the best Dick. I don't know. If we're right, then that's not true. Well, Rick, have you ever considered the? possibility that maybe at one point you might be wrong 
Yeah, quite a bit. And what happens if you're wrong? But I'd rather not have the literal fucking devil, king of hell, pissed off because... Let's just leave it at that. You're just pissing people off left and right. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll play along, Rick. And uh, you will activate the stone. Nothing happens. Is uh, Rick looking pretty good on HP right now? Is this... <laughs> Uh, that, that one cost me like, uh, 32, but, uh, I'll be back up before long. Okay. Well, I don't feel or think any differently than before, although you keep passing me stones. I'm going to have to give you something back. Well, what do you mean by that? Well, you keep giving me these gifts. I've can't, I can't give you breakfast. I can't give you drink. Only thing I can give you is a bed to sleep in, which... Something tells me you don't do a whole lot of it anymore. You don't think that's weird at all, Dick? That you don't sleep? That you just know things. I'm a keen observer. You're not the first vampire that's come across my doors, Rick. But you apparently don't sling magic around. I've got a nice little spell here from a friend that makes it to where I, I don't come off as one. Well, Brigord has made several comments about you unable to eat or drink. It's... Kind of one plus one sort of situation. Rick, he's doing the math. <laughs> and the moment he started talking about blood sausages and Bloody Marys, I knew he fucking knew. Were those your favorite meals from before? No, he's just making fucking jokes about blood. Oh, I see. Look, if I hurt your feelings about making blood jokes, I apologize. This must be early days for you, so maybe... The act of consuming another being's life essence is a little queasy to you. And if if I'm insensitive, I do apologize, Rick. It's, it's nothing personal. I just, you're still the same weird kid that came into my bar just a couple weeks ago, but extra. Tell me, Dick, since you know so many things, what's happening to the slaves that don't get put down in the books, that just get sold off and picked up elsewhere? Well, Rick, I, I don't mess with those slavers. They... They are not welcome in my establishment, but I don't know everything, Rick. I just know that something's got to be done about them. They get these slavers, they get their bright ideas about subjugating a group of people, and they just do what they want. I, what can one little manager of an innkeep do against a horde of slavers? My, my, my divination spells could maybe track one of them down, but I've never really been approached to assist in any sort of way is is that kind of what we're doing here are we we going after the slavers together no we're trying to find out why you can't remember who and or what you are does it really matter at the end of the day i'm just a decent bloke kind soul passionate lover it apparently does matter well what would you like me to do about it rick i can't give you the answers you're asking for if i don't know what you're asking for you ever looked in the mirror with detect magic? I, I mean, I, I don't think too lowly of myself, Rick, but I don't often spend a lot of time staring at myself in the mirror. Is this a is this a vampire thing? Do you do you miss your no. reflection? Have you ever been blinded by magic, in the sense that its aura was too strong? Well, I've no. been blinded by science, but I can't say I've been blinded by magic. So there's only 
a handful of things that can blind you through sheer intensity of magical aura. Those are Probably. Things, those are things made by gods or gods themselves. That makes sense. All the, the, the divinity of the, the source of their magic must overload the senses. I, I blinded you, Rick. Yep. I, I didn't mean to. I, and he's going to uh, pat his shirt. You know, I don't have any magic rings. I don't carry weapons. I, I didn't sure say I, an item of yours blinded me. I said you blinded Are you sure you might have not just looked at Brigord and by association with whatever he's got going on? No, I can look at him just fine. The only other thing I've looked at that's blinded me is a book specifically handcrafted by Asmodeus. Well, I can't really speak to that. Uh, do you... Do you want an apology? I've already apologized if I may have inadvertently blinded you with retaliation to you probing. You didn't do anything. You just were. There's a missing god dick. Sorry, I'm holding back the god dick joke. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Uh, actually, let me let me ask since I kind of broke there. Um, what does the common person know about Erastal's missingness? They don't. Okay. Well, okay. <clears throat> well, Rick, if you're looking for a god, you got to go to temple. It's just that's kind of the way we do things here. We, we we make these temples where we commune with the gods, and if we are deemed worthy, if they'll find you. Which which god are you looking for? Erastal. Well, I don't really know if there's Church of Erastal nearby. I'm sure we got a little shrine somewhere, but what do you need Erastal for? Don't you uh, worship another another sort of pantheon? I don't worship anyone. I'm looking for a missing god. Well, maybe... If As in the contact- god is missing. Well, maybe he doesn't think you're worthy enough of revealing himself to you, Rick. It's... People skills. It's he's hiding from Asmodeus. Well, Asmodeus likes to be seen. Asmodeus likes a likes a good scene. Maybe if you if you chat with Asmodeus, maybe he can help you find your missing god. Find another god of finding gods. Here's the problem: is that went down, except Asmodeus told us to check you. Asmodeus himself told you to look into little old Dick. <laughs> yeah. Because of everybody else in this fish tank, he can't see you. Then how did he sound to send you to me? Because I mentioned you. So now I was sitting here all nice and free, and then you bring me up to the Lord of Chaos himself, and now he knows about me. He's Thanks, not Rick. the Lord of Chaos. You're a real pal. He's not the Lord of Chaos. Just, this is Sean. He's not the Lord of Chaos. Whatever. Don doesn't know that. Whatever fancy <laughs> word for whatever the fuck he is. Uh is law. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, of course you'd be the Lord of Law. Okay, let me. Can I? Can I backtrack? Yes. <laughs> can I call him I'm the sorry. Lord of Law? What, like, what can I call him? Like Lord? I mean, he's he's not. I mean, he, he is has the Prince co- of Darkness. There. Okay. Cool. I'll go with that. 
So you're telling me that the Prince of Darkness himself had no idea of me or any concept of me until you brought me to his attention. You're a real son of a bitch, Rick. And you have more magic in you than everybody else in this shithole combined. You know, the cove is up and coming. I told you we were getting bathhouses. I meant the world. Well, it's not much, but it's, you know, you got to start somewhere. We're all Outside of the fish tank, it's apparently a barren wasteland, devoid of life. Well, I've... Well, that's very unfortunate, but shouldn't we just be happy that we're in this fishbowl? The problem is the fishbowl, fish tank, is supposed to be spreading, fixing everything. The missing god, Aristotle, was the reason that was happening. God of nature fixing things, making the land habitable again. Well, he's done a very fine job of doing what he's done already. Maybe you're asking too much of him. He vanished. Well, if I created a world out of nothingness, out of this desolation you're talking about, maybe he'd like a little break. It's been a while. Since? It's apparently been, what, a couple hundred years? I look at Burgard, because Burgard's supposed to know that shit. Uh, it has been quite some time since Erastal has disappeared after his machinations to this world. He, Why would Burgard say machinations? <laughs> It has been several hundred years since he was last seen, and it was true that he was vital to the flourishing of the world, but it, it does seem that progress from what I was told by Asmodeus has halted since his disappearance. So let me start doing my math. You blinded me, which is god tier level magical power. You've been around a couple hundred years at least with a constant effect that makes you forget that you've been around around roughly the same time that I can tell that you pop up is when Arastal popped off. I mean, there are such things as coincidences, Rick. It's not all divine intervention. True. But it's a hell of a coincidence. Or a heaven of a coincidence. Uh, yeah, I guess. Well, is that is that all the math you got for me, Rick? Is we just he disappeared, I showed up. You expect me to wiggle my sunglasses and all of a sudden I'm someone with supreme powers? You have power that other people don't to begin with. You Well, we're all special in our own way, Rick. You you yourself have things that no one else can. You're effectively immortal. Well, I don't want to practice that on you, Rick. I I have no current knowledge of whether or not you can be killed. I meant via age. Well, now you're splitting hairs. If I can't age, maybe I'm just youthful in spirit. You also think you're human, when then obviously you're not. What, are you asking for blood, Rick? Are you trying to feast on an immortal? You can have a taste. I don't, I got blood to spare if that's what you want, and I don't no. believe. Actually, no, Rick, if you tasted my blood right now, would you be able to tell if it was human or not? I don't know. Do you want to try it? No. Well... I'm running out of ways of finding solutions to your problem, Rick. I really am. I, you're really worked up about this. I could see Brigord over there just bristling with excitement. I don't, I don't fucking know. I couldn't, I don't know if it's a curse. Either if I was strong, if I just wasn't strong enough to break it, or if it's not a curse, it's something else. Just Brigord call him again. Asmodeus? Yeah. Uh, very well. Uh, then Brigard will... Hey, drop. uh, Brigard? Brigard, darling? Think Is real that... quick about 
about whether you want to do this right out here in front of the stables in the middle of town. Was that Tracy or Darlena? That's Tracy. Okay, <laughs> I just want to make sure. Um, uh, I mean, if that's what Brigard wants to do, that's fine. I'm just telling you, no. think about that. Remember where you're at. Yeah, yeah, no, you're good. I was thinking of a secluded stables, but no, you're right. Uh, Brigard, well, Rick, we should, we should probably maybe go somewhere a little more secretive where we could not be seen summoning to Lord Asmodeus. You mind taking a walk outside of town for a bit, Dick? Oh, I got a few hours before the lunch rush. I suppose I could spare a little more time with you, Rick. It's, now you've got me puzzled. Maybe I am a god. Maybe maybe I should be charging more for my meals if I'm using divine ability to craft drunk people and slobs this delightful food. Lead the way. The little man of town where we were yesterday. <laughs> All right, so you're taking... Dick back out into the forest. Uh, and of course, Darlena will go too. And uh, she'll just find a log or something and sit her happy little self down. She's not sure what's going on here, but she is watching with keen interest. Now, is this far enough out for you, Rick? Are we, are we good? We're not in the middle of town anymore, so it's good enough, I guess. Brigard? Yes, of course, Rick. And Brigard will go to his knees, uh, assume a... Uh, prayer sort of position and cast commune. All right. You cast the spell. And of course, you know that typically the spell just lets you ask questions and get yes or no answers. That it did something extremely unusual last time. And things will start happening kind of the way they did last time. This fire that's not fire will appear surrounding all of y'all. And as it grows, you'll start to see the figure form. But from behind you, you will notice the light change drastically. And when you look where this fire had been, just kind of the normal flames, you know, red and orange and everything, there is a section of it that starts burning silver. And you see another figure forming in it. Uh, Brigard, what's going on? I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Desters Podcast. My name is Don. I'm the voice of Brigord. I'm the GM in the Starfinder Homebrew Adventure Hexgrid Heroes. On the other side of the GM screen, I play Cory in Pokemon Seicho and Peleus in Ashes and Allomancy. I also like to sit around and talk with my friends about how horror movies can be used in a haunted house setting. And for that, check out Fountain of Fear. All of these podcasts can be found at hexgridheroes.com. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to this episode. I'm Brian, the voice of Russell Clark, and I swear I'm not that much of an ass in real life. I just play one in podcast. In real life, I run Action Forge, a tabletop RPG YouTube channel where we dive into all sorts of topics. If you want to learn more, head over there and check it out. Also, if you want updates on all my various projects and some awesome tabletop RPG memes, go ahead and check me out over at Twitter where I'm at Action Forge. They took to the stars and became stars. So it says here you're from another galaxy? Yeah, Milky Way. I don't think I'm ever going to get used to saying that. A band that influenced entire galaxies. Sector 8, let's make some... 
until their inevitable downfall. Fuck you, and fuck you too, Switzerland. Thanks for having my fucking back. Now, 20 years later, they find themselves unpleasantly reunited. James, what are you doing here? We're an entire motherfucking galaxy, and you show up on this place. In a place where things are not what they expected. One of our staff members just happened to go missing this morning, and uh, I kind of had Travis. I understand. Why the uh, fuck do you have a guitar? <laughs> LCP D&D presents Odyssey, a musical actual play adventure set in space using the Savage World system. Listen in by searching for LCP D&D on your favorite podcast platform or find us at lcpdnd.com. Welcome, Forsaken Travelers. Do you like sci-fi fantasy atmosphere? Do you like bad, scary movies, cult classics, and more? The Crow, Beetlejuice, Frankenstein? What about dad jokes? We have those, too. Tune in to the podcast for the untimely dead every other Sunday on your favorite podcast app. We'll see you there. If you'd like to become a patron, you can find us on patreon.com forward slash Eldritch Dream. We have a bunch of rewards for Dustress and Aeterna involved. You can also join us in the Hive, that's our Discord, linked in the episode description. You can also find links to our Tee Public, where we have tons of designs for various types of merch. Hit us up on Twitter or Discord. We love to hear from everyone and enjoy making new friends. And this is last call, so finish your drinks, and we'll see y'all next time. Today, we open to a new story. The year is 2172, and the world as we know it has changed. Since the resolution of World War III nearly 100 years prior, technology has made significant advancements, cultures have mingled, and the superhuman element has become more prevalent than ever. In this wondrous world of heroes and villains, Horizon City stands as a bastion of New Age principles. And it's in this city we find five teens, all capable of wielding amazing powers, all struggling to find their place in the world. The Doom. People say you change when you hit puberty, but I changed more than most. I gained awesome powers, the ability to pull in the life of things around to boost my physical abilities to a seemingly limitless degree. But there's always a cost. The delinquent. Having powers is a bit of a blessing and a curse. Everyone keeps telling me to do good things with my powers. But where's the fun in that? The Janus. Just your average, mild-mannered high school student here. You'd think that having superpowers would make juggling things like my friends, family, school, and my part-time job a lot easier. But... Hey, there's a robbery going on at Horizon City Bank. Oops, I guess you heard that, huh? Well, sorry, I can't stay. It's time to ride. The Legacy. 
I'm just a normal teen who attends school, plays sports, has friends, and, well, my parents were superheroes. And so was my grandpa. He started this whole legacy thing. Everyone in my family has their own thoughts on how a hero should be, so it's all eyes on me. But no pressure. <laughs> the Transformed. I miss small talk that isn't used to avoid real talk. I miss casual high-fives in the hallways. I miss people looking at me without that awful, awkward smile on their faces. I miss those easy, meaningless, everyday interactions from when I was a normal person. From when I wasn't this. Where their stories lead, there's only one way to find out. Let's turn the page. My name is Chris, and I'm here to tell you that on January 5th, 2021, a critically accursed podcast is making its debut with issue number one of Horizon, a comic book inspired actual play podcast that utilizes the powered by the apocalypse system masks. It's a dramatic and goofy tale of heroes and hormones that we've been working on for several months. So, if you're into comics, tabletop games, superheroes, teenage drama, and or my voice, then you should absolutely check us out. The easiest way to do so would be to follow us on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at CAccursed. We're going to be using Twitter to make all the announcements relating to our podcast, so definitely follow us there. And on release, you should be able to find us on pretty much all your usual and favorite podcast services. We have some amazing stories to tell. So grab a seat, join us at our table, and we look forward to seeing you in the new year. You're a superhero.